Hey everybody, Ray Pastor here. I'm just getting set up. Just let me make sure everything I want to do is set up correctly here and we are going to get started in a second. Thank you for being patient. Just making sure everything is the way I want it to be. All right, looks like we are good to go. Hey everybody, welcome. How you doing? Um, Ray Pastor here. Today I'm going to give you all some updates about different things that are going on. Um, some fun stuff that has been happening with me this week and uh, yeah that's it so let's talk let's give you some updates so first of all um, the big thing I want to talk about this week is it was my 14 year wedding anniversary which is absolutely insane um, so obviously it's coronavirus which is really really strange and uh, which I mean just means like we couldn't go out to dinner or we didn't go out to dinner or do anything like that so yeah 14 year wedding anniversary with me and my wife so we couldn't really do anything great so we uh, let me tell you what we did so the first thing is that so every year of your anniversary if you're not, not familiar there's like a theme so like some years it's like silver some years it's copper some years it's gold stuff like that so this year the theme was ivory now obviously that just means the color because ivory is you know something that's terrible uh, you know to get for real um, but I decided what I was going to do is I was going to play a little trick on my wife with that. So I got her this little gift. It just looks, it's, it's honestly, it's a piece of plastic that I got from Amazon, um, like a little carving of an elephant. But I told her that it was ivory and she was like, didn't believe me at first. So she was like, how did... Um, you got to remember, she's literally offended by everything. So just as an example... One time I was standing in the kitchen and yeah, that's the end of the joke. She was offended that I was standing in the kitchen. <laughs> um, but so what I did is I told her that I got this. It was like special ordered it kind of thing. So she started getting really upset and I was like, uh, I'm 100% joking. And that didn't make her feel any better. So what I've learned from this experience, so I had to show her that like, hey, this is like a piece of plastic that I literally got from the internet for like $10. Um, so what uh, I learned from this little situation is you don't pull jokes on your anniversary whatsoever. No jokes on anniversary. Um, just not good, not something you want to do. Oh no, I'm getting dropped frames. A bunch of dropped frames. Why am I getting dropped frames? Let's see. Let me make sure that things, this is, is working. Sorry, guys. I'm, I'm getting some uh, drop frames. I'm getting that the stream isn't going right now. Is that true? Oh no, it is going. Okay. Maybe. I'm just getting a weird message from YouTube. Not receiving enough as such. Okay. It looks like it is going. So 
Well, as long as it's going, it's going. We're good. Sorry about that. So anyway, main point of that story, don't uh, pull jokes during your anniversary because well, life does not think it's funny. So I've learned my lesson there. And you know what? I know that lesson. I know she's not like humorous about certain things. So I got to be careful. All right. Anniversary stuff. So today is 9-11, right? Which is a pretty big deal for those of us in the United States. And I guess across the world, you probably, if you're old enough, at least remember the events that happened. But it was absolutely crazy. And I just want to reflect a little bit on the day for like just a minute and just tell you what I was doing that day. Um, so first of all, always a day that I remember, even though I was young, I was like 19 years old or something like that. I mean, I was a kid in college still, but it still was like a big, I didn't necessarily understand how big of a deal it was while it happened. It was more or less like later that week as I really learned what was going on, I learned how big of a deal it really was. Because um, it was a big deal, and what happened was terrible. It has affected me ever since. So that day, I remember I was sitting in class. I was in a political science class. Um, I cannot, totally can't remember the name of the professor. He was this old Italian guy. Um, and he, the funny story about this guy, the guy loved me because I was also Italian. And I guess there's not a lot of Italians in where the, our college was. I don't know. Um, but he loved that I was Italian. So, you know, you go to like New Jersey and that's like, and New York and that's like everybody. But I guess you go to central Pennsylvania where I was going to college and there isn't a lot of us. So he loved the fact that I was Italian. So would always like talk to me about stuff. Um, but we're sitting in class and a kid comes in, and I remember this, and he goes, one of the Twin Towers in New York City was just hit by a plane. And our professor was like, what, 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 like, I don't believe this, like, what are you talking about kind of thing. Um, and then literally no later than two to five minutes later the professor was like asking him some questions and we were actually starting class no later than like two to five minutes later admin comes in the room and says doctor whatever professor whatever i can't totally can't remember his name um fbi's on the phone you gotta go and that was my start to what i remember of 9-11 um, I do remember coming home from class and then watching the second tower be hit live on the television, which was absolutely crazy. So, oh, and just to go back to that part, um, the reason the FBI wanted to talk to my professor is that my professor, his expertise and research area was the Middle East. So the FBI, I guess at that point already was gathering information from experts in the field to find out who what just anyone who knew was an expert in anything middle east they were trying to get a hold of them so that's why they had called him so he could help them out um and ironically so something else about 9-11 so let me tell you this so the year after 9-11 i was a government contractor and i was actually working in the pentagon on the 9-11 anniversary and uh so I remember like we were really scared and everything um, being there at the year anniversary of 9-11. But one of the interesting things, so there were threats that day. 
that the government had. So this is, you know, I hear all these like weird conspiracy theories about 9-11, like the government knew and all this stuff. And I've watched a, a lot about it. But what I do know as fact is that there are threats to our government all the time. So the fact that there may have been a threat that day and maybe they didn't react enough is because they react a certain way. The government has procedures and they reacted the way they were supposed to that day for the level of threat that they had. So there always are different kinds of threats and they're always reacting to them. They don't tell the public at all that they have. They literally have these things every day. I mean, so anyway, just, uh, you know, a day to always remember that. It was crazy watching it unfold live, the things that happened. And it's crazy to hear like, you know, being from the Northeast, my wife's from New Jersey, and just working as a government contractor, hearing stories of friends who, for some reason, they didn't go to work that day and they worked in the Twin Towers. Um, I worked with a guy, Booz Allen, who was supposed to be on one of the planes that crashed into the towers, but he, for some reason, he had like food poisoning or something, missed his flight, he still has the ticket, which is absolutely insane. So you hear all those stories like that, which is just like craziness, but... Um, and then you hear the people that weren't so lucky that day. Uh, you know, one of my good friends, actually, my buddy that I've been interviewing on YouTube, disaster epidemiologist, he was one. So go go check out his videos. If you don't know who he is, just look at my YouTube interviews. And he's the epidemiologist I've been interviewing. He was one of the first responders in 9-11, um, going in as a medical doctor to help people who were injured, which is pretty cool. Um, he should talk about he should come and talk about that during one of his interviews. Just talk about his experience in 9-11, which would be really interesting. Um, so anyway, that's 9-11 stuff. Uh, I know it's not like a great cheerful thing to talk about, but you got to remember history and you got to remember stuff, especially if you lived through it. You know, I was seven years old when Challenger exploded and I still remember watching that on TV as a seven or six or seven. I was like in first grade, still remember watching that, which is my son River's age, which is crazy. So always worth remembering that kind of stuff and talking about it. So anyway, y'all, let's see. So, more recent updates and things that are going on. Um, I went to campus yesterday for the first time. I, it wasn't the first time since uh, February because I did go once in the summer when literally no one was there. I had to pick up a bunch of stuff. I went. I, I might have went in like May or June or something like that. Um, I had to pick up a bunch of stuff. I guess it would have been May because it was before my summer course, but I went to campus yesterday. So kind of funny. Um, the funny part about it was that I actually wore pants. I'm in shorts all the time. I mean, it's also, you got to remember, it's a thousand degrees where I live. So you're always in shorts until like the month of maybe December or January and some of February. So you're always in shorts anyway. But I wore pants yesterday because I went to campus, um, which was kind of fun. It actually felt really good to like iron a shirt, iron pants, and uh, get dressed. Where I mean, I had I mentioned this before. I bought the my worst investment ever. Is I bought two nice pairs of work shoes uh, in like January or February. <laughs> Wore them each like several times, and that's it. I got to wear them yesterday. Yay! Um, so that was kind of cool, and. Uh, so I did, did wear my work stuff. My wife got a funny picture with my little son Hunt holding me. I posted it up on my LinkedIn profile and Twitter if y'all want to see it. Um, just saying I wore pants. But so I went to campus yesterday. I was only there for about an hour. But let me tell you what I did there. So first of all, I 
I got to in my parking lot there was like no cars there there was like two or three cars out of like a hundred like usually this time of the semester you can't even forget a parking spot there was like maybe two cars there and uh i got went into my building building was lights off like a ghost town i saw i think i saw three to four people total in the building besides the camera people i was working with um I saw maybe three or four people in the hour I was there, like far away. Um, literally, my hallway was dark, all doors shut, all offices shut, no one there, everyone working from home. I mean, it's like a ghost town, um, which is kind of crazy for a Wednesday in September. Like literally no one on campus, just craziness, right? Um so yeah, that that was pretty crazy. And uh, I first got there, I went to my office. I had some new tech stuff that had come in, um, which I'll actually show y'all. I got a nice like cover for a microphone, like sound blocker, which I'm gonna test out. We'll see how well that works with different uh, settings and stuff like that. Picked up an I I picked up a new pair of headphones because these have been. I, I, first of all, I wanted headphones with a mic, and secondly, I needed a better pair. I I've got to test them because I've already I keep purchasing headphones and they're not good. So I've been using these over and over again. Um, and then uh, I. So that's the stuff I got from my office. And then I had to do a photo shoot and a video shoot. I had to do both. These are for my esports program, and basically we're doing um, the school's doing like a feature article on me about esports, and then they're creating a promotional video for us. So I had to do I just killed two birds with one stone and did the the video shoot and photo shoot at the same time. That way I didn't have to go to campus multiple times. And so what I did is, um, let's see today. So. We get to the room where we're supposed to do the photo shoot and automatically the photo shoot guy sees that my office is right across from that room. And uh, basically he sees my office and he's like, dude, your office is awesome. We're doing this photo shoot in your office, which was cool because my office is cool. So I have actually, if you look at my YouTube channel, my background image and my profile is my office. I have all these old Apple computers and an old typewriter. That one Apple computer that I have was signed by Steve Wozniak. It says Woz on it. If you're not familiar with he, who he is, he's the guy who founded Apple Computer with Steve Jobs. He's actually the guy that invented the computer with Steve Jobs, the first Apple computer that they sold. So, um, yeah, funny story about that. My mom waited in line at a conference for like hours, like six hours, four to six hours in like the late 80s, early 90s to get that autograph carrying this computer. <laughs> but I have the computer in my office, which is awesome. It's always a good conversational piece for people to come in. Um, but anyway, so we did the photo shoot in my office. I was a little nervous, I guess, because, you know, my office is pretty tiny. Um so there had to be someone in there. He was wearing a mask, but still was like, I, I didn't like it necessarily. Um, hopefully that I don't get coronavirus from it. The video people came and we looked at the room we were supposed to go in and they, then, but there were like these pictures all over the wall that said like, stay social distance, stay away, stay. And the pictures would have been in the video, which was really weird. So we actually did the video in our atrium, which I think is actually a better setup. 
And that was pretty, I was pretty comfortable. I, they were away, like shooting far away from me and the mic was up here so they didn't have to like pin it to me or anything like that. So I think we did social distancing with the video really well and I was happy about that. Um, they basically just asked me all kinds of questions about esports and stuff like that, which was kind of cool. The photo and video, they each had me like doing some weird things like hold this VR headset and pose like this. I, I cannot stand posing for pictures because it's so fake. It's like, well, I'd rather it be just natural. I don't know, something about it just doesn't feel natural to me. And when I see pictures of myself posing, I'm just thinking like that was that's fake. Like it's not a real picture or something. I, I don't know how to explain it. Um, even during my wife and I, our anniversary, we watched our anniversary video and like you see all the poses that the videographer and photographer had us doing and it's like, we weren't really like, we weren't sitting on the beach holding hands and rubbing, having our heads touch. Like nobody does that. We weren't doing that. Someone told us to do it for the video and I just don't like that kind of stuff. So, um, anyway, so yeah, that, uh, <coughs> That went well. Things went well. Um, after the photo shoot, I actually did. So I left campus. Um, I actually had to go to Target to pick up a couple th things. Did that. Came home and immediately like took off my shirt and stuff. Cleaned up. Like felt so dirty from being there. But I, you know, I really didn't interact with anyone except the camera guy. And hopefully, I don't get anything from doing that. Um, I probably shouldn't. A um, bunch of other stuff going on uh, with things. So today I've got some meetings. I actually have two different meetings for potential contracts for jobs. Uh, these are just consulting gigs that I do on the side of being a professor and stuff. Um, <coughs> one of them is to design a game for a company, um, help them with some game design stuff. And the other is to help another company design a course. So both small contracts but good there could be some money there and good time good experience I always try to do that stuff I believe as a professor that I should be you know out there in the field like working on stuff that I'm teaching about so I'm one who believes I should be practicing what I preach so I'm always out there doing that kind of stuff and uh, so yeah I've got two meetings for that today I'll let you know if I get either of those contracts um, but yeah, I had to write proposals and like do the whole thing and today we go through them, which is always fun. Next thing, I am working on the UNCW eSports website. It's like the whole website. It's like the website for the university and I'm trying to make sure that it's good. I'm going to meet with my college on Monday to go through the content because I have a draft there because they basically, so I want my college to approve the content first. Then I have to go through my university. So when I say college, I mean like college of ed that I'm in. That I want them to approve the content first. Then I got to go through the university like the lawyer people. I don't know what they're really called, but I got to go through them. They can approve of it. Then I can actually put it up online. So however long that takes, the meeting with my college is Monday or Tuesday, something like that. Then once they approve, I can send it to the other people. So hopefully I have like a cool website up in like two weeks. And I hope that it coincides with this video and photo shoot that we release. So it all can be like up at the same time, which will be some cool stuff that I'll be able to share with you once that's all together. Okay. Um, now let's talk about a little more personal things. So two things. Um, 
I so I have these running shoes. I've got um, a pair. I had a pair of Nike. So the Nike. So I've been running a Nike Pegasus since I was a kid. I, I ran cross country in high school. I mean, I've been using Nike Pegasus for like 20, 30 years. Um, and I've always liked them. I've tried other brands, but I always run into problems. Well, this time, so I ordered the new Nike Pegasus, which was my first mistake. I ordered them on the day they were released just because I wanted the new ones. And I guess I was home bored on the internet from coronavirus. And uh, I ordered the new ones. I got ones called the, they were the Pegasus 37, brand new. After 70 miles, 75 miles on the shoes, because I, I use my watch to track my like mileage, so I know how many miles are on each pair of shoes. I usually I exchange my shoes every 200 miles, which is about six months, every six months. <clears throat> um, and uh, so on my shoes, like the lip of the shoe started coming apart. Now, I've had Pegasus, I've had Nike Pegasus for as I said, 20, 30 years. I don't think I've ever really had a pair fall apart until I was done running in them, like 200 miles. I'd worn them because when I'm done with running with running shoes, I wear them around the house, outside, to the store. Probably worn them to the store and done that for like two or three years, and then they were started to finally come apart. These shoes at 75 miles, boom, lips coming off. I was pretty frustrated. So I contacted Nike contact Nike. I have had the shoes for almost three months. Nike's like, you know what? We're, we're going to let you return them for free. So I sent the shoes back. I got a full 100% refund on them, which was awesome. Because they were like 130 bucks with shipping. They, they refunded the whole entire amount, which is awesome. Really nice of Nike. But what I did is I decided, you know what? I'm trying a new pair of shoes. I'm trying a different brand. So I bought the Asics Cumulus, which I've had now for... Eh, I don't know. Two two weeks now, a week week and a half. Actually, a week and a half. I've ran in them like three, two or three times. Today was the third time I've ran in them. Um, so far, so good. They seem pretty good. Now I run on the grass, so when you run on grass, you don't. It absorbs a lot, so you don't notice as much of a difference of your shoe as you do on pavement. So like when I walk on pavement or run on pavement. I can feel what's happening a lot in the shoe. When I run or walk on grass, I can't as much because there's so much absorption between stepping on the grass and ground that it doesn't make as much of a difference. So I don't know, we'll see how they go and maybe I'll like them. It would be pretty cool. They were half price, they were half the price of the Nikes because I got like the last year's model because I didn't care. And uh, so I saved myself 60 bucks too. <clears throat> Another thing I got this week, and it also has to do with working out. So I got this thing. So I, as I, I've been talking about that I built a home gym over coronavirus, I got this thing called the Safety Squat Bar. Have, if you've ever seen this thing, you know what I'm talking about. It looks like something that a like Viking would carry around. Like, it's crazy. So a lot of people, they do squats like on their back, you know, like you do a squat on your back, like the bars on your back and you squat and do the exercise. You bend down, squat. I hate, I despise squats, um, mostly because they really, really, really bother my elbows. They make my elbows kill. Like I get this screaming pain in my elbows when I do squats. Um, Additionally, my shoulder, I dislocated my shoulder before uh, when I was 25 uh, on a half pipe skateboarding. And so putting my shoulder in the squat position is really 
not good for my shoulder. Uh, it's a terrible position for my shoulder. So I got this thing called a safety squat bar. So let me explain what this sucker is. So a safety squat bar is basically a normal barbell that goes on your back, except it's got this huge like foam pad that actually wraps around your neck. So the bar literally rests on your back and then it has two handles so you can like hold on to it. Um, that's like two handles shoot down from uh, on the sides of your neck and you hold on to the handles and then you could and then you don't have to put your elbows and arms in that weird position so it should it should make it so your elbows don't hurt while you're doing the squat now i haven't used it yet i'm actually using it i will use it tomorrow for the first time so i'll tell y'all how it worked but man this thing looks like something like you're like if you want to talk about like when i think of like a strong man like i picture a strong man like using this bar <laughs> so i feel really cool having it and i can't wait to use it the but when you're using it with like hardly any weight you're probably going to look pretty bad so i probably won't look too great with it because i'm going to use it with no weight at first because i want to learn how to use i'm very much about like form and how am i doing on the exercise so i don't injure myself so for the first few times that i use the bar it's going to be more about form and like tomorrow when i first use it i'm probably not even going to put weight on it for the first set like i'm going to learn see how it feels and i'll slowly start weighting up and up and up so it'll take me a couple weeks before i actually get to like a good weight that i'm happy with um, with it just because I want to learn the form but man go look it up safety squat bar and you'll see what I'm talking about this thing is craziness um, huge it's huge <laughs> all right uh, just a few more quick things here and then I'm going to end this so I told y'all that we looked at a house last Friday I said this on Monday we looked at a house last week on Friday, we liked it. We were going to put in the offer, right? And uh, it totally just didn't work out because when we asked the people, they weren't willing to go down to their price. Well, kind of sucks that we last night we saw that the house was being sold. So we totally weren't winning it because we weren't going to pay what they were asking for. But it just stinks. And now there's no houses in the, the few neighborhoods we are looking at. There's no houses we're interested in. And the big conundrum that we're having as a family is do we stay in and do we care more about the neighborhood and a smaller house or a bigger house in a crummier neighborhood and it's like we want the better neighborhood so it's making our things our house looking experience a little more challenging it's just like what do you do like the, you always want the neighborhood it's all about location 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 right um so yeah, it's kind of tough. We're in like a good little community where we live and it's tough to get out of that. So yeah, just makes it a little challenging. <clears throat> um, so we're not sure what to do. We've been looking and we don't have to rush this either. So I don't want to rush it. Um, I don't know. We'll find something. I'll keep y'all updated about what we're doing. But yeah, it kind of stinks. It's just bummed. It like bummed out when you were like looking at a house, you liked it and then you totally just didn't get it. So and it was like on the street we would we would have liked and all that good stuff and it was a good size it was like a dub, almost double the size of my current house which is just unbelievable to even think about um, and not that we need that big of a space we totally don't we just need another room when we bought our house so we bought our current house we had two kids that was our plan to have two kids our house is perfect for that but we had a third kid and third kid means we need another room which we don't have 
because I take up this office. So anyway, yeah, we need an, we need another room. So we do need another house. So we're working on it, but I'll keep y'all updated. If anyone sees any awesome houses in the Wilmington area, let me know because I'm looking. Um, and that's about it. Uh, we've got some storms out at sea, which are like look kind of crazy. Like for those of you that know where I live in Wilmington, North Carolina, like we get hit by storms and we have to watch them like hawks because it's like a little scary, right? Uh, so, you know, we're watching the ocean right now. So far, so good. Yesterday was peak hurricane season day. So yesterday was the peak. So we're going down. So from here on out, it's like the the curve is going down from hurricane peak. But you know what? We've had some of the worst storms in October. So I still got to watch. But so far, so good. Nothing coming my way as of yet. And usually you only get concerned when it's about like seven days out. You start to think about it because the, the models change so much in that time. But so far, so good. I don't know. I'll keep you all posted on how that goes. But otherwise, that's it. That's everything that's going on. Got my weekend, getting ready for the weekend, um, working for the weekend, you know. Um, and yeah, that's it. Just working for the weekend. So I guess that's everything. That's it for today. Um, that's all the stuff I wanted to talk about and uh, I'll let y'all know how the weekend goes wife has yoga so again I'm watching the kids doing that kind of stuff today and that's everything so later all have a good weekend have a good day and I'll see y'all next week